Welcome to Humanity Evolve with your host, Catherine Calarco. This program will bring your life, family, and community together by focusing on the new technologies and innovations that define your world in an open and relaxed forum of ideas and discussion. Now, here is Catherine Calarco. Hello, this is Catherine Calarco. Welcome to Humanity Evolve. This is a show is dedicated to helping you be who you truly are and share with you wisdom from around the world, from experts and friends and colleagues, and have a conversation about what it's like to enable human evolution. And, and that is human evolution in terms of personal growth and truly in terms of nurturing what is best in each of us. Today's show, we're going to talk about one of the best things in our lives, and that is the women in our lives, the moms, the sisters, the 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 grandmas, the mo- the mothers, the mothers-in-law, all the women in our lives, and what they mean for us. And this show is is the first in- first airing of this show is right before Mother's Day, and it's also before the California Women's Conference. This is an exciting conference that celebrates women worldwide and is dedicated to helping us to stand up and step up and and really step in into who we are. And so I, I thought I'd dedicate this show to women and and the, and the moms and the women leaders out there in, to really honor women everywhere. We celebrate and honor the amazing women in our lives. And today I will talk about three key areas where women stand up and lead, where we, with graceful balance and consciousness to realize better lives for ourselves and to ma- manifest a positive impact for our world. Now, more than ever, women everywhere are called to stand up and lead for our future. And we're seeing it everywhere, everywhere from women's march to to uh, more rights, to having a discussion, to talking about being having more women on boards, to talking about uh, gender equality and also pay equality. You know, it's our goal to be part of the conversation, take a seat at the table, to lean in and make a true difference. And it can be as simple as as, as having a conversation. It may be as simple as uh, not uh, as standing for things we believe in. And so today we're going to celebrate who we are as women, the diversity of our lives, our interests, and our passion. The show talks about how to honor balance and leadership at work, home, and community. And uh, we're also going to be broadcasting live from the Women's Conference this week. So uh, I hope you join us at that time and listen into the amazing speakers that we have scheduled for that. So where do we start? Well, today, I think sometimes the places where we start are those closest to us and the people that we love the most and the women in our lives that we love the most. And I think a good place to start is with our mom. And I I almost asked my mom to join me in this call. And I think it would have been kind of fun to have her talk and, and ask her questions. Uh, there's this great book about conversations with your mom. It's a book that asks uh, questions about her life. Uh, where was the, what was it like to go to her school? You know, who was her first date? Uh, where to the first place that she travel out of the U.S. And those questions are fantastic to ask your mom because it takes you through the journey of her life and also the life together. And as you're having the conversation, you think about 
how it relates to your life. Like, oh, wow, I had the same feeling when I was in school or, oh, I didn't know that about you, mom. Geez, you know, that that's an interesting insight. And I think it helps us to kind of gain a deeper, richer understanding of, of mom as person as well as mom as a mom. And I hope that all of you are out there have great relationships with your moms or your moms are still there. If they're not, obviously they are with you with, in spirit or you have a mom figure in your life, someone who has taken on that role, because sometimes what we do is we engage with, with uh, we create our own families uh, beyond the, our, our birth families, and those families are just as valuable. So in talking to, to mom about this conversation, we talk about some of the adventures that she's had and things that have done and where she's gone and the meaningful moments in her life. And I think that we all realize that moms have such a special role in who we are. And they have that role not only because of the fact that they're our mom and it's, 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 so, it's something we're born with. It's, it's also the fact that they are the nurturer. They are uh, uh, in our lives all the time. And uh, for my mom, We've always had this special connection, and uh, I don't. I hope you guys have had similar connections with people in your lives. And mom and I had this this almost like psychic connection, or you know, this intuition. When the phone would ring, I'd actually know when it was my mom, you know. <laughs> and I go, "Oh, that's mom," and I pick it up and say, "Hey, mom, is that you?" And it would be her. And and literally, this would happen no matter where I lived. When the phone rang, and I could sense that it was actually her. And so we we go. She was, and she'd, and I call her and she'd say, yeah, I was just thinking about you and you called. That's so amazing. And these, these connections are things that we value and nurture and create within our lives. And the other, the other part of that is the nurturing and caregiving and, and the, the life lessons and things that we learn and, and, and the fact that our moms are nurturers and they're caregivers and they're also not perfect. And, I, and my mom uh, is a nurse and nurses are great caregivers. They, they, they're amazing people who take care of other people's lives and are very resilient and know what to do in the moment and you know uh, teach you all kinds of things about, uh, about health and well-being and what to do when a cat has a scratch and all these things that you learn from your mom being a nurse. And, and nurses are this amazing community of, of women and they make such a difference in the moment in our lives, you know, as caregivers. I went into surgery once and I remember the essence of fear, you know, when you've never been in surgery before and you're like, oh, you know, I'm going into anesthesia. What is that going to feel like? And I remember the amazing moment where the nurse takes my hand and she says, she says to me, she says, uh, where's, what is the great place that you've been? You know, what's your favorite place? And she goes, what's it like? And I said, oh, it's, you know, Hawaii walking along the beach or walking up this hill in this great place in Tahoe. And and as I'm doing that, I'm getting that positive feeling. And pretty soon I'm out without even thinking about, you know, the surgery. And I just, you know, that moment, not realizing what she was doing, I just was so grateful for her to put me in that place of ease right before the surgery and, and really help the place right before you go to sleep that you have that positive thought. And so I think nurses are great caregivers and great moms are great caregivers too. And, and, and that, you know, they read stories at night and they, they make your favorite foods or they talk to you when things are bad or good, or they have, there's something to share with and they, they're also drive you nuts. (laughs) So, you know, moms are not always perfect. And I, and I think that's part of our learning is to actually have differences in our lives or have 
moms that teach us different skills, you know, like <clears throat> my mom enjoyed adventure, but she was not naturally adventurous. And because of her curiosity of the world, I became very adventurous. You know, I was like, oh, I want to go travel here. Or I could do this, you know, so I always felt very special. And I always was took on things because of the conversations that my mom and I had, and I had regarding that. And I think it was, it's interesting to, to know sort of the look back at the lessons that you've learned from your mom or, or the, the journey. And I know that a lot of people uh, have, you know, challenges with their family and, and realize that, you know, that their relationships with their moms are often uh, come up later in, in issues and are often ways of, um, we have to overcome. And I think that, that, you know, when you look back, you and I realize there's nothing wrong with that, you know, that. The beauty of our lives is the people who have been with them, with us, and how they've taught us uh, the lessons that we need to learn, and that we need to move beyond the pain or the challenges or the loss, and and see them as opportunities for learning or as uh, lessons that we need to overcome in order to become truly who we are, and and to forgive and to accept and to cherish and uh, build more self compassion and compassion for others. And I think sometimes the relationships with our moms and our parents and our siblings and our family bring on all that. You know, bring all the the positives and the challenging and all those other aspects. But as we if we continue to strive forward and build the lessons. And, and build towards it being a positive aspect and see the beauty and see the lessons learned, I think then we create this amazing new relationship with our families over time, you know, and I think it is, you know, like everything, love and the, uh, and the commitment to love is a choice and, uh, and, and building through that relationship is is a lesson in for ourselves as well as to journey forward. So I think what's uh, what I value about you know moms and the women in my life is that they've been you know teachers, they've been nurturers, caregivers, they've been pains in the butt so that you had to actually learn from, and and they've been great wisdom imparters and you know uh, and and wonderful friends and uh, and and great companions in 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 life. And I think that the, the the aspects of that is to celebrate all the good parts that we bring to the to the to the balance of life, and and the aspects of women leadership and the aspect of being a woman is is important to bring forward, and I think that we need to celebrate those aspects and celebrate people who are moms and who are not moms and who are <laughs> or teachers or they're entrepreneurs and all the different aspects. And one of the, one of the most amazing things about being a woman is my mom grew up in the fifties and, and she was, had a lot of the stereotypes associated with the role of being a woman, but she also had the adventurous uh, personal confidence to really dive into being a nurse and, and being a healer and and that women could do anything. So I was born with the ability to that there was no barriers, that you could be curious and you could do 
anything you wanted to do. And I think that was amazing that I de- never felt restricted as a woman in terms of the choices I made or the jobs I could take on. I loved science. I still love science. I think science is amazing. You know, I think uh, the uh, cosmos and uh, all the K- uh, KQED shows and all the science and nature and all those were a big part of our growing up and that we would have great science conversations at dinner and 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 it was an amazing supportive you know the beauty of science and the and the creativity of science in terms of the being able to map out the mysteries of life and i just love that you know i just think that it's so important that in within the context of being a woman you also have the ability to be and do whatever you want to do and take with you all the the wonderful aspects of being a woman with that you know the 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 essence of beauty, the essence of of uh, inclusion, and thinking of everybody in the room, um, the ability to be vulnerable, um, the power of a, of a woman to negotiate and have everybody still feel super happy afterwards. You know, all of these things are the things that we celebrate in being a woman. And and so I think that's where the first step is to truly know yourself, define who you are, understand your relationship and appreciation of other women in your life, and be able to celebrate that as part of who you are and recognizing that and moving forward. So after the break, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about defining women's leadership and also some of the entrepreneurs or organizations that I feel are truly supportive of development of women and, and also a little bit about uh, MBA programs and large universities and, and how they are building towards that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Astia.org, Lean In. I'm going to talk about the Athena Doctrine and how women and men who think like them will rule the future. We're going to talk about pioneers. We're going to talk about Renaissance, uh, an organization in San Francisco, empowering women to be, uh, to start their own businesses and creative new models that are, that are emerging that we talked a little bit about last week. So, uh, we're going to go through that and talk about women's leadership, talk about entrepreneurs and, and really four steps to really defining who you are. So that's right after the break. We'll be back. This is Catherine Calarco with Humanity Evolve. Join us right after our sponsorship break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you finding your frequency? 
It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Humanity Evolve with Katherine Calarco. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. Again, that's 1-866-613-1612. Or you may send an email to info at ccalarco.com. Now, back to Humanity Evolve. Welcome back. This is Catherine Kalarka with Humanity Evolve. And today's conversation is about women and the empowerment of women and the celebration of women, moms and leaders and women everywhere. And so we just before the break, we were talking a lot about moms, about relationships with women in your lives and what that means and celebrating them and also learning to grow through them and with them and really understanding what the meaning of mom and what mom has meant into your life. This segment, we're going to talk about entrepreneurship, and a little bit of this is about the work of associated with several amazing organizations who celebrate women entrepreneurs, and there's a lot of them out there. And if you know of an organization that really fosters the growth and business development for women, please share that. Please share that with us on Twitter or Facebook and, and acknowledge the organizations that do this. And the first ones that I noticed um, were the uh, Professional Business Women's Conference. In the early 90s when it started, I was on the board uh, in when they with the conference in 1991. And the purpose of that was to really celebrate women and provide a modality for women in business to share, learn, and to grow in their area. And there was a lot of women in science, women, a lot of women in pharmaceuticals and healthcare and, and, and the science field at that time. And we wanted to assure that technology and others were also experiencing the same help as well as you know, retail and, and uh, hospitality and other organizations. So I, I really supported that group and I, I, it's so amazing to see how well it's grown over the years. PWC's conference is amazing. And if you have not gone, I, I highly encourage you to be part of it and really to celebrate women and, and hear the speakers and, and collaborate with others. And I think it's amazing. And one of the things that's important important with regard to, to women's leadership is really to look at four things. And the four things that I feel are important for this, and this is some of the things that have come out of the leadership forum as also 
were discussed at the uh, Wonder Woman in Tech conference uh, that occurs over the summer. And and that conference uh, really celebrates diversity and celebrates women that code and really amazing organizations like NASA and others who who really who engage with women uh, engineers and scientists as also uh, women in any field. So I think what's important is four things. One is to define yourself. I think it's important to know who you are to understand what you are at this moment. And I believe that your definition may change over time, but you don't believe that your core purpose changes. The way you express it might be different, but I think it's important to, one, define yourself and and know your purpose and look to other things to fill themselves up. You know, so so really, you don't have to have everything all on your own. You can actually get a balanced life by having uh, other aspects in your life to support you. So I think it's important that you leave your responsibilities to leave and give your gift as in this world. And so therefore you must know what your purpose is. You must define yourself. You must be responsible to give your gift and, and look for those things to show up in your life that enable you to fulfill your purpose. But that doesn't mean you have to do everything. It's really defining what it is you're doing and what it is you're not doing. You know, and if you are a teacher or if you're a mom or if you're doing these things, understand that is your purpose and the rest of it isn't. You know, like, you know, I, I romanticize about being a, a, a famous or a politician or something like that, but that may not be what my purpose is about, right? So I don't have to be that. I can celebrate other women that are. And I think what's important is to really get out of your head's way. You know, get out of your head and step into your greatness. Really step into who you are. Brene Brown talks a lot about this. And she talks about how to be vulnerable, but also how to move fear out and step into the arena and really show up as your true self and enable your gift to be seen. I think it's really important to get out of your head, get out of your own way, and go ahead and step into greatness. The second part of that is 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 a is an aspect of women that we we often take on a lot, you know, because we're holistic thinkers or we look at or look at more than just ourselves in general. We need to have a way to prioritize, um, to really take on what we know we can get done, or find ways to make things easy for us to implement. So part of that is step two, prioritize your goals. You want to create a life plan and walk in with a divine purpose. So you really need to understand, okay, here's my purpose. What are my priorities and how am I going to do that? But it also means, like we talked last week, is about being conscious. So acting with intention and attention at the same moment. So you want to actually walk in with your purpose, prioritize your goals, create a plan, and then and then really leave it and, and reflect on it and, and understand, is this true for who I am? And then operate on that plan with the attention and intention of your consciousness and what you want to do. The other part that is super important is to really, step number three, is to really understand your your support network or reevaluate your your reevaluate your relationships around you you know understand or who is who am i with who is my support group who am i supporting you know have people in your life that are smarter and more successful than you have people in your life that you're also bringing up that you're mentoring that you're collaborating have peers that help you have places that you can be that you truly can be in meaning 
that you're not at work, that you can let your hair down, that you can be more creative and goofy and, and, and express those aspects. And they're not, and it's a truly trusted environment and create that trust within your, within your network so that you have support when you need it. You have wise women or wise men that give you advice and mentorship. You have um, mental models or models that you can actually follow after. You have people that you can go to and ask questions that, that give you real answers. And the biggest part of this is that your network are people that have your back and are working for your best interest, that are really going to tell you secrets and help you to fast track to your future. And this is something that you continue to evolve, you know, that you continue to build towards. But I think it's important to understand what are your relationships in your life? And who, who is your support network? And uh, Jeff Spencer, who runs the Champions Blueprint, talks about, you know, who is at the table? Who is your, who is your network? You know, have you, got your, have you got your team together? You know, and who te- whose team are you on? And I think it's important to have steps and strategies to success and create a network of, mu- of contacts that, are, that have inter- benef- mutual benefits. And those mutual benefits are for them, for us, and for, the, for your community. And I think what's important on that is not only the relationships you have in your life, but the relationship with yourself. So I think that's important to add the inner work, sort of the inner growth that you go through. You know, it's, it's the, uh, you're improving the relationships in your life, as well as your ability to communicate and the growth with people that you have, like your family, your kids, your, your closer uh, friends, that, that group on how do you actually build and grow that over time. So I think it's important to have the inner work as well and realize that we're changing all the time. So the fourth fourth part of this is really to regain and sustain personal and positive power. And what do I mean by that? Well, that's really about, you know, that who 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 I am as a as an individual is good enough. You know, this is this is my own personal power. This is this is who I am. This is my purpose. These are my goals that I'm going towards and how I'm moving towards this. This is my ask in life. This is my 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 steps forward. This is the relationships I have and this is really about having that par- personal power through the inner growth that you're doing in 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 creating that conscious leadership attributes. And moving forward in that personal power. I mean, last week we talked a little bit about conscious leadership and some of the techniques that Bill was talking about were really learning, getting uh, feedback using digital health devices like the Spire and, and techniques that help you to become aware in the moment of the impact you're having and also the impact that it's creating. And also to have the somatic things that you can do in the moment to really stay present, you know, the, the putting your feet on the ground and turning your hands up when things get really challenging and remembering to take a breath and remembering to be mindful and really engaging with the practices of mindfulness and meditation associated with being in the moment with you're dealing with certain situations. So I think that's a, a, a really important aspect of this, you know, in terms of entrepreneurship and leadership, it's about just defining yourself, prioritize and reprioritize your goals, evaluate your relationships and sustain and gain personal and positive power. And the people that I believe that really help you to do that are organizations like the PWC. There's also astia.org and astia.org is an amazing group of women 
that are dedicated to, well, so women and men. And the model is designed to change the way our ecosystem looks at and evaluates high potential organization. They're dedicated to increasing the recognition of and specifically the investment into women entrepreneurs and their teams. They want to give you an, an extra advantage to actually demonstrate the value that women have, both as entrepreneurs, as organizational leaders, and women in general with regard to their teams. And one of the things that I learned by working with both PwC and Astia is that in times of a recession, uh, often the women-led businesses create the most jobs. They actually were, it, at the time in the early 90s, they were increasing by 20% the contribution to the economic area. Also, it's shown that women, if they're within organizations, those organizations tend to be more successful, more profitable, more sustainable. And so the value of having women, women thought leaders at your at, in your organization gives you the holistic added advantage. And so there's there it is necessary in a challenge in dealing with the the changes, the business opportunities, the new innovations that you have women at the table in order to have the conversation. And I, it, women can also include, uh, the, you know, thought leaders, advisors, uh, employees, uh, leaders themselves. There's a, and and men that think like women. So there's this 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 the necessity to have balance. I think was what I really want to say is that it needs to have balance. And and people like Astia with their angel group and their fund select companies that are poised for high growth delivery, and they create a. A, a capital runway um, and also a means to uh, in, enable them to success, you know, enable them to succeed, sort of nurture them along and provide them with the best advisors and groups to make that happen. And I think that's important. You need to have, you need to have someone that has been there, done that to help you move forward. So I think that's, that's an amazing aspect of that. There's also organizations like the women's, uh, the Renaissance Entrepreneurship Center, which I, I highly advocate for, and I think that it's an amazing organization. They're, uh, they are mainly a volunteer group. They help with a uh, with with people who are. Um, you know, they help people do the right way, and I'm just going to read from their website here. If they if you want to build a business of your own, and this is anyone, if they look for people who often see themselves as not being able to build a business, they look for lower income income, socioeconomic that is that is not tends not to be where succeeds at business. You know, they look at they look at uh, you know people that are don't have the funding or don't have the educational background, and they try to optimize to give them a runway themselves to uh, to create a business. And so, what's amazing for them is they is that they've had they've created small business a big impact. They have a ninety five percent business survival rate. They're forty four percent of their graduates, the people who go through their program, start a business, which is pretty amazing. They they see an in, increase in household income of seventeen percent. So they take people who may not have even thought that they could be an entrepreneur or be uh, create a business, and they enable them to do that. Everything from cupcakes to to, uh, to 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 crafts to luxury goods. I mean, they 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 create these businesses, and and uh, they they can be found at rencenter.org. That's R-E-N-C-E-N-T-E-R.org. And I. You know, take a look at what they're doing and how they're actually creating, you know, the this the successes for women in business and their ability to to create 
economic impact by by giving people the tools to build their own business. Instead of giving people fish, they're teaching people to fish, and that changes their life forever. And I, I think that's an amazing organization. Another organization that I really like is uh, is Lean In and and anything associated with women. Uh, there's you know Ariana Huffington does a lot in this area. There's um, it, there's a lot of associations at universities. We had a lot of leadership groups at different universities. There's this amazing group that's doing work at creating a business of uh, stay-at-home moms that's uh, allowing uh, people to have balance in their life uh, and and be able to raise their kids, but also be able to run a business and be part of a call center. You know, there's the there's the uh, woman on Good Morning America who does the deals and steals, and I'm trying to remember her name, but I think she's amazing. And she does the women in business, and she's created all these, these uh, ability for women to to start to to basically work on their own terms and is creating the, a different model for people and uh, and helps uh, build how do women go back in the in the workforce and I think she's an incredible and I think what I also am appreciating is is the ability for women to uh, move into their own with regard to the stories that are coming out and you know the the hidden figures movie I'm speaking specifically about is really allowing the stories of our past the impact that women have made in science technology and education and even in people's lives and how those stories are being able to come forth you know it wasn't a perfect time but there was a there are times where women have have consistently made an impact in healthcare, healthcare and technology, and I love the fact they're being they're being celebrated at this moment. So those are you know, and I and I really value the pol- political situation. You know, the the fact that we've have amazing women politicians in California, um, the fact that more women are stepping into the arena of politics, and you see so many women leaders now uh, that are heading up their countries and in major roles and and making an impact. And I and I think that's important to have the women at the table, and and I and I think it's an, amazing to see that happening. So we are going to talk a little bit more about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk through some of the details associated with how do you make a small impact how do you make small small steps towards big big impact as a woman and some of the examples that i've seen at, at universities and organizations and we're also going to talk something about the pioneers who started small and have gotten to be a big voice out there and i think it's super important that we celebrate those women and then we also realize that we are those women and that to take an opportunity every moment to do that. Uh, so I want to dive a little bit deeper into some examples, talk about some of the pioneers, and really talk about wisdom. So the, the third segment here is going to be a lot about the wisdom of women and how we can uh, mentor other women and also sh- celebrate uh, women that are really making a positive impact for our global planet, uh, for the stories that we tell, and for the leadership and, and governance that we're looking to see in this world. So we're going to come back after the break. I welcome you to engage in this conversation, to share more knowledge that you see. I know that I'm missing so many out there of you that are doing an amazing job, and I really want to acknowledge you and acknowledge the uh, the efforts that you're making to celebrate women and make them more evident and, and give them more roles and more ability to, to do 
do and, and realize their their full potential. And so, so please share that with others. Let's st- keep this conversation going and keep the momentum uh, happening with regard to uh, women in America and women across the world. So please share your stories. This is Catherine Calarco. We're going to come back right after the break and talk about wisdom and women and some of the examples of where you make a difference every day. All right, this is Catherine Calarco on Humanity Evolved. We'll be back right after the break. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Humanity Evolve with Katherine Calarco. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. Again, that's 1-866-613-1612. Or you may send an email to info at ccalarco.com. Now, back to Humanity Evolve. Welcome back. This is Catherine Kalarka with Humanity Evolve, and it's amazing to be with you here today on this phenomenal week of celebrating women, moms, and especially associated with the California Women's Conference this, this week. If you're listening to the show as a recording, celebrate moms every day. Celebrate women every day. So <laughs> it's always a good idea. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about some of the organizations that create impact, and we talked about Astia.org, and we also talked about Renaissance. And Renaissance is really about building a business of your own. You know, Renaissance is there to help you do it the right way. They offer small businesses incubation, access to capital and networks, and emotional free support. Emotions, emotional support is really important for entrepreneurs is having that emotional support and sometimes a kick in the pants. <laughs> so to really transform you know, your life into a, a creating a business. And I think that's amazing to transform lives through entrepreneurship. And I think it really says that you can can do what you really put your mind to and your heart to and really follow who you are and your purpose. 
in this segment, I'd love to talk a little bit about wisdom and, and how, the wisdom of women in the world or, or feminine leadership attributes. And part of this, I, I, I recently at Wendy Walbridge uh, has a wonderful group, and she has written this book called Spiral Up. And at one of her events, uh, uh, John Gerzema uh, is, re- wrote the book called The Athena Doctrine, and it's really how women will rule the world uh, and the men who think like them. And I, I want to relay some of the research that he's talked about, which I think is really interesting. Um, John manages the largest survey panel in the world, a brand asset evaluator. He's conducted studies on more than one and a half million people in 51,000 countries in companies in 50 countries since 1993. And he did this research and I'm just going to walk you through some of the questions he asked and and really what the answers were. And some of them were, and these are global questionnaires that were run. And the answers, the questions were, there is too much power in the hands of large institutions and corporations. And 86% of the people agree. And I think what's interesting is that corporations, the impact and footprint they have on this world is profound. And in some cases, it's larger than most countries. So it's really important that we have the feminine at at the table. And I think it's it, it's also important that we, we value leadership qualities that in fact create a positive triple bottom line that also drive uh, uh, profits, but they also drive uh, a better world. So one of the things they say, they also ask is the world is becoming more fair. 74% disagree. And they ask life will be better for my children than it is for me. 51% disagree. And so I think it's interesting to look at what people are saying. Well, the model, you know, is it, is it, is it right for us? You know, is this what we're looking for? No, people want better. They want better from our companies. They want better from our leaders. So there, he asked the question, I'm dissatisfied with the conduct of men in my country. 58% of the adults agree, 54% of men agree, 59% of millennials agree. Now, I love men. So 100%. I absolutely love men. I love working with them. I have some great colleagues that I think are phenomenal. I, I've, I, I, you know, so this isn't really about men versus women. This is about leadership traits. You know, this is really about fostering the leadership traits that people truly want to have and also want to engage with in an organization. So let's talk about a, a, a little bit of the research that he mentions. So in leadership, what traits are strongly related to leadership you know what do we see as as being traits that we admire or we recognize as leaderships and and john if i'm you know representing this uh, if there's anything you'd like to add to this please do so i i would 100% welcome you to comment and and provide additional insights on on the research and the books that you've ta- you've read on this particular issue so some of the masculine traits that people have identified are aggressive and proud and independent and analytical and decisive and resistant resilient and those are all positive traits but some of the ones that are both positive and highly correlated are things like expressive, plans for the future, reasonable, loyal, flexible, patient, intuitive, passionate, empathetic, selfless, and collaborative. All of those attributes tend to be defined as feminine. 
So I think what we're looking for is how can we foster the ability to be more collaborative and more resilient, to be intuitive and flexible, and yet be analytical and independent as well. So you really want to look at how can we create an organization that allows these other attributes of leadership to be in balance, to ensure that you have the greatest successful outcome for your organizations and really, you know, enable us. So he looked at what was correlated, uh, strongly correlated to success within an organization. And along the line, the successful attributes were analytical, collaborative, passionate, and patient. And half of those, the collaborative, passionate, and patient tend to be what are called feminine attributes. Now, a lot of, we all have these attributes, but are we, are we encouraged to be more aggressive, more proud, more, more of the more strongly masculine in an environment to succeed? Or are we allowed to be more collaborative, passionate, and patient? Is there ability to be selfless and also be, and, and enable that, uh, those attributes to come to the table to improve our success? Can we actually foster the uh, feminine attributes of leadership? in order to engage with a higher probability of success and also success at many levels within the organization and also with, with external to the organization. So I, what's great about this research is truly being able to identify the feminine and masculine asp- at aspects of both success and happiness that we want to be able to foster in an organization and within ourselves to realize what truly could be an amazing organization that needs the balance in, within it and also the balance within ourselves. You know, a lot of women are, are have to develop more of the masculine in order to adapt in the, in the business world and are, are not allowed to allow their intuitive or their their passionate or empathetic aspects to really come across, you know, their flexibility or their their patience to really be part of it, right? They really have to wear that mask of, of cold, calculating, um, aggressive, um, you know, analytical aspects of who they are to really be how they move forward. So what we're asking, what this book is sort of saying is that the feminine needs to be at the table and you need to ensure that there's that that, that aspect of who we are as women women is developed in a way that gets heard. So you need to make sure you're heard. It gets uh, implemented in a way that is allows you to express it in a productive, um, positive way, and that you do it in an intention and attention way. So you also have to obviously be capable and analytical, and you have to be assertive and decisive and but you also want to have the development of those other skills at the table, and we all have a mix of both. So uh, I I hope that makes a lot of sense to you because I think it's really important to acknowledge that the wisdom of the feminine needs to come into play in, in organizations and across the world to deal with the challenges and that organizations need to evolve to help humanity evolve and allow people the ability to express more of who they truly authentic are so they bring all that gift to the table and allow us all to move forward and solve problems and create more innovations and succeed in building businesses and growing the bottom line and 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 successfully creating innovations and product developments and all these things that we're looking to do in the world as well as have a life you know it's important to have balance you know and it's important to engage with that. 
So part of this is really looking at celebrating those in the world that are doing this. And there are amazing leaders out there. And, you know, you know who they are. You know the people and you respect them. And I just take a moment and think and write down who are the women leaders out there or who are who embody the feminine that you feel is, is, is truly needed in the world. And I don't mean the soft, you know, people, doormats. I mean people who embody that powerful strength and that are able to make things happen and also be inclusive in that process. So I think it's important to acknowledge who those women leaders are and also acknowledge the women that are leading in your life. And this this is the small things, the small things that, you know, appreciating the women that we that, that are in our lives that are making a difference or seeing that, that the, the gracious women that we see in, that are doing everything from – from uh, sewing clothes to having families to teaching our kids to to building businesses to being entrepreneurs to saving the world to just just to just being who they are celebrate that aspect of their whole womenness. So there's some people out there that I truly believe that are amazing, and one of them is we've talked about her before is Sylvia Earle and how Sylvia Earle has taken her passion and, and her love of the ocean. And, you know, earlier in her life, she researched the bottom of the oceans and, and created amazing intervention and inventions and, and, and really discovered the deep thermal vents and the, the mysteries of the deep. But her life has continued to evolve. And now she's a spokesperson for the oceans and creates hope spots around the world as part of mission blue. And she's also inspiring others to be involved in saving the oceans and saving what we love and being able to appreciate and teach other people that the ocean is so important. And I think that that's, you know, all of us through our lives have, have done these things. We've, we've had different advances in our early days, and now we're actually leveraging that to a wider platform. So I think it's important to realize that people like Sylvia Earle, we want to celebrate and we also want to support. You know, we want to allow more women to have a voice and and be uh, strong in terms of who they are and, and what they love and care about. And I think you probably can think of all can all think of someone in your life who's pretty amazing. You know, I think of my aunt. You know, my aunt who was uh, had raised an amazing family and in the midst of, uh, of uh, you know a lot of chaos. You know, there's a lot of chaos in families, but it's super cool. And and uh, you know she. She was uh, so, so wise in herself, and and was able to uh, teach so much to her to her family, and how important that was. I think of my mom, and and how she, you know, how she just really walks the the, the living from your heart, and how she has this great capacity for love, and she's goofy as heck, and 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 yet is is everyone loves her, and everybody engages with her, and and appreciates her, even if she doesn't really see it. She she operates truly from her heart all the time, you know, and I just. I really want to celebrate people like that, you know, and we're all very different, you know, we're all very different and those gifts that are, are different or are, are we want to celebrate. So I also want to celebrate the people that champion the women's March. I, I thought that was a huge uh, statement associated with we are here and this is what we want in our lives from people, pu- you know, pushing strollers to, to men supporting their kids and their wives and the, the signs I'm with her. I mean, just think the conversation that occurred and the, the peaceful demonstration of this is who we are and this is what we want in the world was such an amazing statement around women, you know, and, and that followed on 
You know, and I think that the movie industry and being able to make more stories about and celebration of women and Oprah Winfrey and what she's done just to champion the, the women and the stories and her, her current movie that's out and all the things that she's done to really champion and, and how we connect with her is, you know, it's almost like she's she's talking to us or about problems we have. And, oh, yeah, I've thought that. Or, you know, she shares that. And, and a, a colleague and I were talking about Ellen, you know, and how, boy, when we feel bummed out. We want to turn on We want to turn on Ellen and, and, and really, you know, see how she gives that gift. And we all live, you know, uh, through her, through her ability to transform people's lives and give gifts that really matter to people and, and help them support their education or their school or or their lives and how we all would like to do that and so we see when we see those those gifts going to people who need them it all it makes us feel the same way you know and how we want to cherish and celebrate those good moments so those moments of being able to to connect with people so i today's show has really been about a conversation and 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 really really challenging us all to take that moment and and realize that you can make a difference and it starts with a conversation and it starts with those full four things of defining yourself and knowing your purpose having goals understand the relationships around her, around you and really going out and doing something you know own it and step into your personal power and one small way that in my life I did that was all my life I've celebrated women and, and mentored people and really wanted to see women succeed. And it's really been something that I've done almost as a part of who I am, not as an initiative or a fun foundation or anything. Um, and and the way it, I, I, one way that it really showed up was I was at MIT and the organization that I was, the school I was part of didn't really have a representation of women to men. And some of it had to do with, uh, the corporations not wanting to send women to the program. And I said, well, why, why not ask? Why not make it a, a priority? Why not, why not make it work? Why, you know, why not? So we started to really advocate for, no, there needs, this needs to be okay that there's more women here and we need to encourage more women to come into the, the Sloan program. And really, you know, so that next year they doubled the amount of women that were in our program and also realized that the MBA students that were at MIT were almost 50-50 men and women. And I think it's great to see the amount of the, the strives that organizations like MIT have done to balance and encourage more diversity. And and the, uh, President Hockfield had nine professors come into it, the engineering that were women and really celebrating and walking the talk. And I think that's important to, to whatever you can do to make that influence and make those st- small steps. You can actually, small steps add up. We can daily make little steps, and those little steps accumulate to big strides, and big strides make huge waves. And so it's about making momentum and about being the change you want to see in the world and taking those steps. So this show has been about you know defining yourself, you know, those four steps, uh, sorry, first starting about moms and, and the women in our life and what they mean to us and really celebrating that this week. And also the knowing who you are and those four characteristics of you as a woman leader. And then entrepreneurs, ce- celebrating entrepreneurs, celebrating the organizations around us and participating in them. There's help out there. You might as well engage with them and ask for it. Ask for help. Ask for what you need and it will show up. It will show up to 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 do that and have faith in your own strength to, that will actually come forward for you. And the last bit is really to understand leadership, understand the wisdom in the world and understand how the feminine 
principles of leadership need to be encouraged, celebrated, embraced, and embodied. And the world needs it now more than ever. And that we need to celebrate those who are walking the talk and who are making strides in terms of doing that and enable more women, young and old, to participate in this purpose-driven, leadership, outcome-driven world that we're in where we need to make changes. I think it's super important in terms of our evolution of a species and our evolution of this planet is to truly enable the best of who we are and and nurture the best of who we each are to allow that to come forward because all of our gifts together are needed you as i started out the show many weeks ago was you are a seed there's a seed of light in all of us and we need the light to shine now so as moms as women and as feminine leadership let's be that today i inspire all of you to take one small step to create that momentum and encourage the momentum to continue This is Catherine Calarco. It has been my honor and pleasure to be with you today. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please tell me. Uh, Send an email at info at ccalarco.com. Also, if you have comments or would like to engage or provide more information for our viewers, please share that information via Twitter at CathCalarco or via Facebook or LinkedIn. I really look forward to continuing this conversation next week. Uh, We have a brand new show, and we'll see you also at the California Women's Conference. Thank you so much for being part of this show today. This is Catherine Clarko on Humanity Evolve. Thank you for joining Catherine Calarco for this week's edition of Humanity Evolve. Be sure to tune in again next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll talk again then.